just want to say praise the Lord to everyone out there that may have the opportunity to hear um, just a small little podcast of walking through the scriptures. And today we're going to look at Mark chapter one, and we're going to just go through the scriptures and let the word speak to us and help us. And it reads, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. So we're going to just stop right there. So in this first verse, it's very clear that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And so when it comes to the scriptures, we just have to believe what the word says. Has Just have faith in the word. A lot of people, they add and they take away. But we just have to let the word be the word. Verse two says, as it is written in the prophets." So there was something that was written in the prophets and it says, behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. So it was written in the prophets. And prophets were just foretellers. Um, they were messengers of God. God would reveal things to them and they would speak it. And it was written in the prophets. This saying, behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. So God spoke through the prophets and the prophets wrote that there's going to be a messenger um, that's going to be sent. And he says, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. So this saying was written in the prophets that a messenger was going to come. Which was going to prepare thy way before thee. Um, it describes. It describes him as the voice of one crying in the wilderness and he was going to be crying prepare you the way of the Lord make his path straight and then verse 4 says John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance now we see the scriptures begin to talk about John and the scripture says that John that he baptized and he baptized in the wilderness and he preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. So once again, letting the word be the word. The word isn't complicated. If we can just hear it, receive it and believe it. So John, he baptized in the wilderness and he preached. A person might say, but what did he preach? He preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Verse five says, and there went out unto him all the land of Judea. So all the land of Judea went out to John. And then it says, and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. So you have all the land of Judea and also they of Jerusalem. They all went out and they went out to see John and not just to see him, but they went out to be baptized of him. So it says, and we're all baptized. 
So they were all made fully wet. So they were so they were all dipped, fully immersed in the river of Jordan. And they were confessing their sins. Verse 6 says, and John was clothed. So the scriptures not only tell us um, the things that John did, but the scriptures also explain to us in how he was clothed. So John was clothed. Um, this, this is what he had on with camel's hair and with a girdle of a skin about his loins and this girdle, just some type of belt that was around his loins, his waist. And he did eat locusts and wild honey. So we know what he did. We know what he preached. And we also know what he wore and what he ate. This is John. Verse 7 says, and preached, saying. So John, once again, he preached. He heralded as a public crier. And it says, and preached, saying. So this is what he said. There cometh one mightier than I after me. The latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. So John preached that there was going to come one mightier than he was. And he was going to come after him. He says the latchet of whose shoes. So the strap of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. So John is saying I'm not even worthy to stoop down to kneel down and unloose the latchet of his shoes. But. When we look at what John preached, there cometh one mightier than I. So there was going to come someone after him that was mightier than himself. That once again, the latchet of whose shoes, John says, I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. Verse eight. Verse eight says, I indeed have baptized you with water. So as he's preaching to the people. John says, I indeed have baptized you with water, which he did, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. So the one that's going to come after him, that's mightier than him, he's going to baptize with the Holy Ghost. Once again, let's make it very plain. John baptized with water and John did baptize. And this baptism was the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. So when people came to his baptism, hey, they had to have repented. It was the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. So John baptized with water. But then the one that was going to come after him, it says, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. So the scriptures also lets us know that there is a baptism that is of the Holy Ghost. Verse nine says, and it came to pass in those days. So it came to pass. So it took place. Um, it says, and it came to pass in those days that Jesus came. So now here comes Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. So we have them that were of Judea and Jerusalem. They went out to be baptized of John. And now we have. Jesus. So once again, John came first and now Jesus is coming after John. Now here comes Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John. So John baptized Jesus in Jordan. Verse 10 says, 
and straightway. So straightway means directly, at once, or soon. So and straightway, coming up out of the water. So he so he came up out of the water. He saw the heavens opened. And the spirit like a dove descending upon him. So once again, just believe in the word. So once again, and straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens. So the heavens were open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. Verse 11 says, and there came a voice from heaven. So there was a voice. There was a there. There was a tone that came from heaven saying, thou art my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. So Jesus being baptized, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending. So he saw the spirit like a dove descending upon him, descending upon Jesus. And once again, it says, and there came a voice from heaven saying, thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. So immediately after this, the spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness because Jesus is the son of God. And God said to his son, he says, thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So in Jesus, God, the father was well pleased. Verse 13 says, and he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan and was with the wild beasts and the angels ministered unto him. So once again, just keeping the word very plain, the spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. He was in there for 40 days. He was tempted of Satan and he was with wild beasts and the angels, the angels, they ministered unto him. So the angels, they attended. They, 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 they were waiting upon. They, they, they ministered unto Jesus. So even Jesus was being ministered unto while he was on the earth. Now, after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. So once again, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, Jesus, the son of God, and he came preaching the gospel and this word gospel just means a good, a good message. And it was the good message of the kingdom, of the royalty, the rule, the realm of God. And verse 15 says, and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. So it's near. It's it's a, a, approaching. Jesus says, repent ye. And repent just to think differently or afterwards. Reconsider. Um, there's a turn. He said, repent ye and believe the gospel. And that word is still true today where people, they have to repent. Repent of what? Your sins. Think differently. Reconsider. Reverse. Make a change for the better. He says, repent ye and believe the gospel. So when it comes to the gospel, the good message, we have to believe. We have to have faith. We have to trust it. 
verse 16 says, Now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. So, once again, I just like to walk through the scriptures. So, once again, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee. So, we weren't there, but we can still feel the context and see the context, see what's taking place by the scriptures. So, he walked by the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon, so he saw somebody. He saw Simon and Andrew, his brother. So Simon and Andrew were brothers. And they were casting a net, these two brothers. They were throwing a net into the sea. And rightfully so, because the scripture says that they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. So as Simon and Andrew, they're casting a net into the sea Jesus spoke to them and he says come after me and I will make you to become fishers of men so Jesus was going to make them fishers of men but first they had to come they had to come after him and that's still once again that call is still made to sinners today coming after me you have to come after me and the word after means to the back so you you have to follow me you come after me then there are some things that I will do for you you know people they just expect you know God to do everything and he has in everything he's made a way for people to be saved but you have to come verse 18 says and straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And I always like these scriptures because it's it's very vivid. And so these two brothers, Simon and Andrew, when Jesus made the call, when he said come, and straightway, so directly, at once, they forsook, they left their nets and followed him. So they yielded to the call of Jesus. And they did it straightway. So some people they have all these excuses on why I don't want to come, on why I don't want to go. But they directly, at once, when they heard the call, they forsook, they left their nets, and they followed him. And verse 19 says, And when he had gone a little further, so Jesus, he went a little further, thence he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. So he went a little further, and he saw James, um, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. So he saw James and John, who also were in the ship, and they were mending their nets. And mending just means to repair, so they were fixing their nets. And straightway, he called them. So he called Simon and Andrew, and now he's calling James and John. And verse 20 says, and straightway he called them. And they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. So you have two other brothers that when Jesus made the call, um, they left their ship. They left their father. They left the hired servants and they went after him. When Jesus makes the call, sometimes you have to leave some things. And the first thing you're going to leave, you're going to leave sin. Your sin. You're going to leave yourself. There may be some things that you're going to have to give up and, and, and leave and forsake 
when following Jesus. And that's okay. When I look at these scriptures, I didn't see any hesitation. I didn't see any reservedness from both Simon and Andrew and, and, and James and John. They left their father. They left the hired servants and they went. They went after him. When you're ready to make that move to go after him, it don't matter who you got to leave behind because it's all about Jesus. It's all about salvation. Verse 21 says, and they went into Capernaum and straightway on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. So they went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and and Jesus, he taught. So Jesus, the son of God, and he was a teacher. And verse 22 says, and they were astonished. So Jesus, he's in the synagogue and he's teaching and they were astonished. They were amazed at his doctrine, at his instruction. So Jesus has instruction. God has instruction. And they were astonished at his doctrine for he taught them as one that had authority and not. So even as he taught, he taught as one that had authority, um, that had force, um, not as the scribes. And so for them seeing this, um, they were amazed um, once again, for he taught them as one that had authority. They were astonished at his doctrine. And God has a God has a doctrine. Jesus has a doctrine. And you want to know what that doctrine is. I mean, we look at we can look at all you know walks of life and there's instruction everywhere. Jesus has Jesus has some instruction and it behooves us to understand and get to know what that doctrine is. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit and he cried out. So you had a man in their synagogue that had an unclean spirit and unclean is just imp, imp, impure goes into demonic. So he, so he had an unclean spirit and he cried out and it says saying, let us alone. So listen to how um, this man with the unclean spirit, you know, it says, and he cried out saying, let us alone. More than one person, let us, us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Are thou come to destroy us? So listen to listen to the conversation that is being had. So once again, there was a man in their synagogue where where Jesus went to go teach, and this man had an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, "Let us alone." So the voice that's coming out of this man is saying, "Let us alone." But once again, us. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? So there was a knowledge of Jesus. The, the question, are thou come to destroy us? That's the word us again. I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God. So there was knowledge of who Jesus was, the Holy One of God. Verse 25 says, and Jesus rebuked him. So Jesus admonished him. He spoke against him saying, hold thy peace. So in other words, 
to muzzle, be quiet, and come out of him. So Jesus, he's speaking to the spirit that's inside of him. And he says, come out. And verse 26 says, and when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. So Jesus told this unclean spirit, this demonic spirit, this foul, impure spirit that was in this man to come out. And verse 26 is very clear. He came out of him, so he obeyed him. The spirit did. Verse 27 says, And there were all, and they were all amazed. So they were all amazed. There was some amazement to what just happened. It says, In so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. So they were amazed and they questioned, What's going on? What thing is this? What new doctrine? What new instruction is this? For with authority, with force, with power, commanded he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey. So they are seeing when it comes to Jesus that unclean spirits, demonic spirits, they are obeying Jesus. Verse 28 says, and immediately his fame spread abroad. So people started talking about Jesus, about Jesus and the things that he did. And it spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. So once again, scriptures is very, 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 very plain and simple. We just have to believe. Verse 29 says, and forthwith. When they were come out of the synagogue, so when they left the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. So they left the synagogue and the scripture just says they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife, mother, lay sick of a fever and Anan, they tell him of her. So they go into the house of Simon and Andrew, which the scripture says, but Simon's wife's mother. So Simon had a wife and, and her mother, she was sick of a fever, um, fever to be on, to be on fire. So we think about fevers in these days, you know, you, you, you are warm, the same level of fever. And they, they, they told him about it. <clears throat> Verse 31 says, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up and immediately the fever left her and she ministered unto them. So Peter's Simon, Simon's wife's mom was sick. Jesus, he came, he took her by the hand, physical contact. He lifted her up and immediately the fever left and she ministered unto them. This is Jesus's healing power. And verse 32 says, and at even, so the word even, um, late afternoon, nightfall, it says, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased. So listen, so, so see what's happening. They brought unto him all that were diseased and them that were possessed with devils. So they just saw Jesus 
And once again, the, the, the fame was going out and they saw Jesus heal and they saw Jesus command unclean spirits, demonic spirits to come out of men and they saw it. And so at even the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased. So everyone that was diseased and them that were possessed with devils, they brought them unto Jesus. Why? Because they just saw what he did. And if he could do it for others, then truly he can also do it for them. Verse 33 says, and all the city was gathered together at the door. So you got all the city that was at the door wanting um, something from God. And what they wanted was they had people that were diseased. Um, people that were um badly sick they had things going on and and they were at the door you know them that were possessed with devils and they and they brought them verse 34 says and he healed many that were sick of divers diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him so we learn so much from the scriptures so he healed many that were sick of divers disease of divers diseases different kind of diseases i mean we uh, we live in a world now where there's a lot of diseases and we go to we go to jesus we look for jesus to heal and he cast out many devils and he suffered not the devils to speak so he didn't want the devils to speak the devils to speak because they knew him the devils knew who he was 35 says and in the morning Rising up a great while before day. So in so in the morning, uh, rising a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. So Jesus got up. It says a great while before day. So before day hit a great while, he was already up and he went into a solitary place. Solitary means lonesome, a waste. Uh, so a place where he was by himself. And there he prayed. Verse 36 says, And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. So once again, the words is very plain. Simon, once again, and they that were with him, they followed. They went after him. 37 says, And when they had found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. So letting Jesus know that all men, they seek for thee. Um, they're, 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 they're looking for thee. And verse 38 says, and he said unto them, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also. So Jesus had to go somewhere else to preach there also. He says, for therefore came I forth and he preached in their synagogues. So he heralded in their synagogues. The synagogues is a place where they would gather to hear the law. So he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. So he was in their synagogues preaching throughout all Galilee and he cast out devils. These are things we, we just have to believe. And there came a leper to him. So you had a man that there was a leper. It says beseeching him. So beseeching uh, means he was calling him near inviting him over and in, in, invoking him 
says, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. So this leper came to Jesus, saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. So he knew that Jesus could help him. Verse 41 says, And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. So once again, just let the word be the word. Jesus, he moved with compassion. He moved with compassion. So his compassion moved him toward this leper. He put forth his hand and he touched him, this leper, and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, so as soon as Jesus had spoken, immediately at once, the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. Jesus, he healed. He had healing power. Verse 43 says, and he straightly charged him and forthwith sent him away. 44 says, and saith unto him, see thou say nothing to any man. So he told him, say nothing to any man, but go thy way. Show thyself to the priest. So go show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony. <clears throat> Excuse me unto them. Verse 45 says, but he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter in so much that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert places. And they came to him from every quarter. So this man that was healed, once again, the scriptures, Jesus said, see, thou say nothing. So don't say anything. But he told him to go to the priest, show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded. So he wanted to. So he wanted him to offer for 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 his cleansing those things which Moses had commanded for a testimony unto them. But he went out and began to publish it much. So he went out and began to do the things that Jesus told him not to do. Now, people might question, well, why did Jesus tell this man not to say anything? Look, I've learned. It's, it's just when Jesus says something, I, I, I know that he knows best. But when we look a little bit more closely in the scriptures, it says, but he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter in so much. It says that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city. So because of him going out and publishing it the way that he did and he was blazing abroad the matter, I mean, he was reporting it thoroughly. Uh, he did it in such a way that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert places. So it, it just impacted the things that Jesus could do. And it says, and they came to him from every quarter. So Jesus wanted people to be delivered, but we just have to understand the impact that this had in this context, at, in this time, in this place, um, what this healed man, this, this clean man did. Um, how it impacted Jesus and the things that he wanted to, to do during this time. So that's all that I have. I just wanted just to share a little bit. I hope you 
um, got something out of it. At least I know that I did. And once again, just the scriptures, they're easy to understand. I mean, we just have to believe we have to trust it. You know, you have a lot of preachers and, and people who call themselves pastors and teachers and, you know, prophets and apostles and 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 they water down the word. They corrupt the word. But just let the word be the word. If you have questions, I mean, if 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 you have, you know, questions or concerns on what you're here on, what you're hearing people teach or preach. We have to compare it to the word. Because truly, this is the word of God. But once again, it's a word. It's a gospel. It's a truth that we have to believe. You know, I remember when I was introduced to the truth, the the real truth, God's way. I had to believe it. And then once I believed it, it began to give me perspective on things that God wanted, on things that he commanded. And it allowed me to see the place that I was in. That. I mean, there was a lot of things that I was taught that was wrong. There was a lot of things that man had instituted, but it wasn't God. And, 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 and it's just and some things may have been true, but not all things. And that's why we just we have to take everything to the word, because you can look around and you can see it on every corner. There's a there's a church and there's different names. There's different denominations. And we just have to believe what Jesus says. Yes, I believe that the Bible that we have, the scriptures that we have, um, it was translated into a language that we can understand. And I believe that God knew what he was doing when he allowed his word that were written, that was written by Moses and the prophets. And then you got the apostles. I just believe that God knew what he was doing. And we have to believe it. And I've learned a lot just from believing his word. There's a lot, there's a lot of preachers that I disagree with because of what the word says. It's, you know, it's not my fault that what they're saying isn't in there. And what I mean in there, I mean, in the scriptures, it's all, it's all about God. And we just have to take the time to once again, let the word speak to us. I mean, it's here for a reason and we have to take advantage of it. But truly, we have to come after him. You know, God, he sent his son to 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 die for us so that we could, <coughs> excuse me, have our sins forgiven and have everlasting life. But we have to come and sometimes people delay. Sometimes people hesitate and. That hesitation sometimes can get you in trouble because you don't know when you're going to die. We don't know when the Lord's going to come back. And so it's important for every man, for every sinner to be safe, to follow God's instruction, to follow God's doctrine. And I will say, you know, when you have been in church almost your whole entire life and you haven't been in a good church in a church where there was full truth. When you get exposed to Jesus's word, I mean, it's like, man, this doctrine is different. And so we have to get into the word. We have to believe the word. Um, God bless you. Um, once again, like I said, I hope that you got something out of this. 
something that you can take with you um, that can carry you through. I hope I said something that just can inspire you to do more and to be more. Um, and that's all I have for today. God bless. Bye. <laughs>